Good morning and praise the Lord, dear beloved, and to the church in the house. I am coming to you this morning from my family reunion in Charleston, South Carolina, in my hotel room. I'm reading today from Daniel chapter 8, beginning in verse 1. In the third year of the reign of the king Belshazzar, a vision appeared unto me, even unto me, Daniel, after that which appeared unto me at the first. And I saw in a vision, and it came to pass when I saw that I was at Shushan in the palace, which is the province of Elam. And I saw in a vision, and I was by the river of Ule. Then I lifted up mine eyes and saw, and behold, there stood before the river a ram which had two horns, and the two horns were high, but one was higher than the other, and the higher came up last. I saw in the ram pushing westward and northward and southward, so that no beast might stand before him. Neither was there any that could deliver out of his hand, but he did according to his will and became great. And I was considering, behold, and he goat came from the west on the face of the whole earth and touched not the ground. And the goat had a notable horn between his eyes. And he came to the ram that had two horns, which I had seen standing before the river. And I ran unto him in the fury of his power. And I saw him close unto the ram, and he was moved with closer, with choler against him and smote the ram and break his two horns, and there was no power in the ram to stand before him, but he cast him down to the ground and stamped upon him, and there was none that could deliver the ram out of his hand. Therefore the he-goat waxed very great, and when he was strong, the great horn was broken, and for it came up four notable ones toward the four winds of heaven. And out of one of them came forth a little horn, which waxed exceeding great toward the south and toward the east and toward the pleasant land. And it waxed great even to the host of heaven. And it cast down some of the host of the stars to the ground and stamped upon them. Yea, he magnified himself even to the prince of the host. And by him the daily sacrifice was taken away, and the place of his sanctuary was cast down. And an host was given him against the daily sacrifice by reason of transgression, and it cast down the truth to the ground, and it practiced and prospered. Then I heard one saint speaking, and another saint said unto that, certain saint which spake, how long shall the vision be concerning the daily sacrifice and the transgression of desolation to give both the sanctuary and the host to be trodden underfoot? And he said unto me, unto two thousand and three hundred days, then shall the sanctuary be cleansed. And it came to pass when I, even I, Daniel, had seen the vision and sought for the meaning then behold, there stood before me as the appearance of a man. And I heard a man's voice between the banks of Hulay, which called and said, Gabriel, make this man to understand the vision. So he came near where I stood, and when he came, I was afraid and fell upon my face. But he said unto me, Understand, O son of man, for at the time of the end shall be the vision.
Now, as he was speaking with me, I was in a deep sleep upon my face toward the ground, but he touched me and set me upright. And he said, Behold, I will make thee know what shall be in the last end of indignation. For at the time appointed, the end shall be. The ram which thou sawest having two horns are the kings of Media, of, of Media and Persia. And the rough goat is the king of Grecia. And the great horn that is between his eyes is the first king. Now that being broken, whereas four stood up for it, four kingdoms shall stand up out of one nation, but not in his power. And in the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors are come to the full, a king of fierce consonants and understanding dark sentences shall stand up. And his power shall be mighty, but not by his own power. And he shall destroy wonderfully, and shall prosper and practice and shall destroy the mighty and the holy people. And through his policy also he shall cause craft to prosper in his hand, and he shall magnify himself in his heart, and by peace shall destroy many. He shall also stand up against the prince of princes, but he shall be broken without hand. And the vision of the evening and the morning which was told is true. Wherefore, shut up the vision, for it shall be for many days. And I, Daniel, fainted and was sick certain days. Afterward, I rose up and did the king's business, and I was astonished at the vision, but none understood it. Daniel's vision. Here we come to understand, to some degree, metaphors and symbolism. God allowed Daniel to see destruction coming upon his people and his church, principalities and powers, as government leaders and church leaders, are corrupt and take advantage of the righteous people of God by forcing or compelling them to believe a lie and not the truth of God's desire for humanity. Daniel saw the destruction and calamity that was to destroy many. It was too much. He fainted. Look at the world today. Daniel saw trouble, tribulation, wickedness, deceit, lies coming upon the people caused by corrupt spiritual and secular leaders as it is upon the world today. If you're neutral in situations of injustice, you have chosen the side of the oppressor. Desmond Tutu. Love God, love others, and love yourself. Again today, let us pray. All wise and eternal God, in the name of Jesus the Christ, is again this morning to give you thanks, praise, honor, and glory for your goodness and for your mercy. Holy Father, we thank you for the opportunity to experience the dawning of this new day with the saints of our mind and activity of our limbs, and we are asking you, Lord God, that again today that you forgive us anywhere and everywhere we failed you in word and deed or in thought. That as we move forward today to perform the task that you set before us today, God, that we do it with purpose, pride, dignity, and diligence. We do it, God, understanding that we are not alone because you promised that you never leave us nor forsake us. We do it, God, because we also know that the enemy is on the prowl seeking to kill, steal, and destroy. 
but the scripture also helps us to understand, but greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. And that is by the baptism of the Holy Ghost and dwelling of your spirit. So we ask you, Lord God, if you'd be so kind to continue to demonstrate your presence with us by allowing love, joy, peace, and happiness to fill our lives again today. And just envelop us in your favor that healing, deliverance, prosperity, and salvation overtake us as we go. We ask you, God, to continue to move by your spirit, allowing the Holy Ghost to have its way in our life to help those that don't know and don't know that they don't know to know how to come out of the darkness and the lack of information that they're in in that God, Jesus said, a man must be born again of the water and of the spirit. And then they allowed the Holy Ghost to say through the Apostle Paul that the things of God are spiritually discerned, helping us to understand, God, your consistency. And that is, God, to understand your will and your way. We need the baptism and the guidance of your spirit. And that is the Holy Ghost, the Christ of God living on the inside. We thank you for it this morning, Lord God, and we ask you again today, as I ask you every day, that every pastor everywhere that preached the gospel of Jesus Christ, that you grant us a refreshing from your presence, that we stand and preach and declare this gospel without fear, favoritism, or compromise, but we do it with purpose, pride, dignity, and diligence, realizing that there are those, God, that's in Christianity, that they don't know, and they don't know that they don't know, the, the, the being born again is more than just quoting scripture because somebody say, repeat after me. But the salvation comes as it did on the day of Pentecost. You let them know, go, the disciples to go to Jerusalem and tarry there until the promise came. So said Jesus instructed them. And when they got to that upper room, 120 people in that upper room, God, then when the promise came, the Bible describes it as it, it came as the sound of a rushing mighty wind. And then it sat upon each of the 120 people in that room. And the Bible declares it was like cloven tongues. And it was like fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they began to speak in another tongue. They began to speak in another language. So much so when they came, God, out of the temple because of being overpowered with the Holy Ghost. God, to just that room, they had to come out of the room. God, and I know this was your wisdom. They came out on the porch of the temple. When then they did, God, your word helps us to understand that all of them were just speaking in, the, in another language. And so much so that all of Jewry was passing by because it was Pentecost. And they said, what, what meaneth this? And the apostle Peter was able to say this is that that was spoken of by the prophet Joel that in the last days of God would pour out his spirit upon all flesh. God, and we know this morning that you did that ever since that day when Peter said unto them, repent every one of you and be baptized in water in Jesus' name and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. God, and we believe it this morning, God, because after that Acts chapter 2, God, I in Acts chapter 4 and chapter 8 and chapter 12, God, again, the people received the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues as you gave them utterance. And from that time, over two millenniums ago, people that received the baptism of the Holy Ghost did the same thing so that they would know that a change had taken place and that the, 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 your spirit had taken abode in them. So we thank you this morning, God, for 
those of us that you have commissioned to go and preach and teach and declare this gospel, God, with purpose, with pride, dignity, and diligence, Lord, to do it without fear, without purpose, without compromise, God, to do it, Lord God, so that people will understand what truth is. And we can help them to understand by our testimonies that we too one day thought we had it together. We thought we knew. And we thought that the people taught us really knew what they were saying. But then you allowed someone else into our lives and there were people that understood the gospel and they gave us, they brought clarity, they brought understanding. And when we set our affection upon you, Lord God, that when at your discretion, you baptized us with your spirit and we began to speak as you gave us the utterance and have been doing it ever since. And so we do this, God, and you doing this, God, by your own power, because no one else can do it, and you're doing it to help those that are in darkness, because Jesus left it on record that it is my Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. God, and we know that you want no soul to be lost, but the enemy is on the prowl, seeking to kill, steal, and destroy. And as Jesus left the instruction that the devil would come if they weren't careful and kept their faith up, the devil would steal the word out of their heart and they would turn. So we're in a great falling away today. God, but every one of us don't have to fall away. None of us have to fall away. God, but those that hear the truth and don't lend our ear to negativity, don't lend our ear, God, to things that bring controversy. God, about your word, God, we are holding on, God, and we're going to hold on because you said through your word that him that endure to the end shall be saved. This is our hope, much my prayer again this morning. So help the pastors and the preachers to preach God without fear, without favoritism, without compromise, so the people can understand what truth is. And when they accept it, you will choose at your discretion to baptize them with the indwelling of your spirit. We pray, God, that when they hear this knowledge, they get this in mind, their faith is increased because your word teaches us faith comes from hearing your word by a commissioned preacher. God, and so when people hear this word, even in their homes, they will begin to pray together in their homes, family members, husbands and wives and children will get together and pray. God, in their homes, Lord, and they'll pray unto you. They will read your word. God, in the name of Jesus the Christ and where there seems to be a struggle with people really getting in touch with you, God, they will even fast. They'll turn down their plate. They'll refuse food. They'll make a sacrifice, God, to help you see their sincerity. And when you see it, God, you want to move by your spirit and get them, God, into the church house to come to worship you in the beauty of holiness. And you would even baptize those that are really sincere and dedicated with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. God, and we're asking you again this morning, God, to look on all those that are sick in hospital rooms, hospital beds, rest homes, convalescent homes, or just at home. We're asking you by faith in Jesus' name, Holy Father, that you would look on them and move by your spirit. God, with healing and deliverance, even if it takes a miracle, for those, God, that, that we know, God, that are sick and in hospital rooms, God, we send your word right now and again this morning as we do every morning, God, we pray for them, we're praying with them, we're praying with the families, God, that you would move by your spirit. And when you decide, God, hallelujah, that you're going to grant that recovery, you will move, God, by your spirit. So those that are praying, God, we're praying with them and, 
And they said, Lord, please forgive me anywhere and everywhere I failed you in word and deed or in thought. Get, get me out of this sick bed and back on my feet. God, we know and we trust this morning that you're going to do just that. That those that hear, hear them and see them will have to declare that all we can say is we heard them praying all the time to God and asking God to heal them and look at them now. And hopefully they will turn to you, Lord, and they will seek you in sincerity and in truth. And also, God, for those that have lost their way, God, by leaning, giving their ear to those that don't know and don't know that they don't know, God, as you gave Solomon the inspiration to write for our edification and exhortation, lean not to our own understanding, but to acknowledge you in all our ways and you will direct our path. But yet today, this 15th day of July, 2023, some people still disregard your word. They don't follow the instruction of your word, God, and they still find themselves on the outside, God, of who they could be. But I'm asking you, God, when they come to themselves and say, Lord, please forgive me. Anywhere and everywhere I failed you in word and deed or in thought. I made decisions while I was angry and while I was upset. And I didn't really know, God. I got into the flesh and I allowed, I wouldn't allow the spirit to control. But God, please forgive me. When you hear that cry, God, you're going to grant restoration. You're going to reinstate them and get them back on the right path in life. And for that, we say, thank you, God. Thank you, God. For those that have lost their self-sufficiency and financial independence because of your great armor that's loosed in the land, causing the economy to fluctuate, prices going up and down, politicians are fussing and arguing like little boys and girls, God, and they just won't agree. God, all of this confusion and chaos is going on and you are allowing it to go on to get the attention of people because they're trying to do all of these things and bring all of these things to where they choose to bring them according to their wisdom. But you've already given us the wisdom in your word that we're to walk by the same rule and mind the same thing, and that is to acknowledge you as God. But they're refusing to do that. Thus, you've loosed, God, your fury, your indignation, and your wrath in the land. But we're asking you, God, for those that understand and they cry out to you in Jesus' name. Hear their cry, Lord. Restore their self-sufficiency. Read God, reinstate them, God, with their financial independence. God, that they can help others, God, that they can help their local churches, God, that they can help other people to see. Give it to God, hold on to God, don't give up on God, and God will turn things in your life too. And then people will see it, and they'll seek you in sincerity and in truth is our prayer. God, and we ask you, Lord God, if you continue to just prove yourself, Lord God, for those that have lost loved ones, and their hearts are heavy this morning. We're asking you by prayer in Jesus' name to strengthen their hearts, lift the burden, Lord, in the name of Jesus to Christ, like only you can. God, and comfort them and console them in the name of Jesus to Christ our Lord. We thank you again this morning, God. I know that you hear us every day. God, if when we pray, God, around the world, people that are praying and seeking you in sincere and in truth, God, we know you hear us, God, based on your word, hallelujah. God, you promised you would never leave us, nor forsake us. We know that you are the great healer. We know that you're a repairer of the breach. God, we know that you're a provider. God, we know, hallelujah, that you are our savior above all things, and we believe you for it. God, and as we pray, God, until the day that the Lord Jesus shall descend in the clouds with power and great glory with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God, and shall shout, God, hallelujah, keep us focused, God, 
because on that day that the Bible declares unto us that the dead in Christ shall rise first and then be caught up with those that are on the earth that are alive, God, that have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, they will be caught up at that point to be caught up and go meet you in the air. And as the Bible declares, and shall forever be with the Lord. This is my hope and my prayer. And I know as many as believe uh, your word, God, I know it's their hope as well, God. So we're believing and trusting you and let our lives impact the lives of others that on that day, God, we're going to be called up to meet the Lord in the air. But until that day shall come, God, keep us reminded that you're going to maintain our cause. You're going to continue to lead and guide us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. And you're going to supply us, God, with whatever it is we need according to your riches and glory. In the name of Jesus the Christ, our Lord, I pray again today. And I believe that we're going to have what we ask because we do ask it in Jesus' name. Amen and thank you, God. And I do believe it so. Good morning again, all of you. Remember again today that things are not as bad as they seem. And nothing can happen to you today that God and you can't handle. And you keep telling yourself, I'm healed, I'm delivered, I'm prosperous, and I'm saved right now. So again today, you go well and be safe. And remember, as you would that men should do unto you, do ye also unto them.